Hello, and welcome to another Cage Club Revisited. This is episode 33, Season of the Witch from 2011. I'm Joey Lewandowski. And I'm Mike Manzi. And as we've been doing lately, giving a little bit more context into what these are, these are meant to be... Oh, i got to get the bingo cards out. These are meant to be watched with the movie. Not It's not really a podcast in which we are editing ourselves for time and content. This is more of a running narrative of the movie that we're watching, which is Season of the Witch from 2011. This is a movie that Mike has been wanting to rewatch for, which seemingly <laughs> I since don't... we watched it the first time. I don't understand <laughs> I it. You can't quite put my finger on it. Ever since I found out Claire Foy was the witch, I wanted to rewatch it. But Claire uh... Foy from Unseen, go check out Cinemakers, and also Claire Foy from First Man, go check out a future episode oh, of Boyfriend cool. Material. And she's going to be back with Fede Alvarez, uh, the girl with the caught in the spider's web or whatever. Yep. Wait, was she, the... was she with Fede Alvarez? Uh, no, but Fede Alvarez that yes. we covered some Fede. Uh, so what was the original Season of the Witch episode? In case... 64. Okay, so if you want to hear our comments about the film, more insight. I want to say Jordan was on that one. Yes, she was. This is a movie that when we watched it, I was confusing with In the Land of the King of Dungeon Siege Tale, which is terrible. <laughs> okay, I've never seen that. And it's real bad. Jason Statham plays a farmer. All so right. if you thought Mark Wahlberg as a science teacher in The Happening was weird, check out <laughs> Jason Statham as a farmer. We are playing Cage Club Movie Bingo. You can go to cageclub.me slash games, download your card there. Again, listen to this while you watch the movie. We're watching the DVD today. Uh, we have the subtitles on. Mike, if you want to play the movie... Hey, on three. DVD in three, two, two one, one, play... play. Go. It's loading. I have a story to tell you later. I'm going to save it for when we run out of things to okay. say. Not like a good story, but it's just a story that takes time to explain that I think is kind of funny. But This is PG-13. Ooh. How long is it? Like 93 minutes? It's a shorty. Let's see. It is... Oh, no. It's an hour and 34 with credits. So. There we go. Which we are going to fast forward through. I can almost <laughs> guarantee you that. Do you think New Orleans will show up in this movie? Is this place takes place in America? No, it does not. This is... So, this starts... Is this... Oh, this is a Saturn Films? Oh, there we go. Saturn Films. If you have that on your bingo card, check it off. And I certainly do. Subtitles, adaptation, crazy eyes. Is this an adaptation or is this an original script? Oh, I think this is closer to an original whatever you want to call it. Or is it an adaptation of Halloween 3, which you talked about in your podcast. so... What exactly does Season of the Witch mean? Still unclear. We tried to get into it a little in the episode... When this when this originally aired, there are so many things in here that I am straight up not going to get. I can tell you that much. <laughs> I don't remember starts, this movie at all, and really? now this is the third time I'm seeing it. I think third. This is only my second time. I want to say I saw it because how did this get made? Did this really? So I watched it for that, and uh-huh. then I watched it for Cage Club, and now I'm revisiting it again. Do you want to say, I've never seen It's a Wonderful Life, but I have now seen <laughs> Season of the Witch three times. I thought this started on the bridge, Drowning Witches. Oh, yeah, it does. Okay. And then it goes to the Crusades and stuff. It's a strange movie. This is one, it's Halloween-ish because it's mm-hmm. a witch. No, yeah. Totally. Horror-ish because it's a witch, but it's more... I thought that said City of Witch. <laughs> city of Village. Village. City of Village? That is a subtitle, though. That is Russell a subtitle. Lost. Um, so the cards that we're playing today, these are the freshest bingo cards. Oh, Prince woman's attack! Just before I came. Oh, how exciting for us! Overt sexism. Do you think Las <laughs> Vegas is going to, or do you think Cage is going to drive? Okay, if he's riding a like a horse and buggy and he's steering it, <laughs> is that driving? Of course it is. Cool. The Religion or spirituality, for sure. The only thing is he's not 
driving a horse. You're riding a horse. So. Uh, extreme facial expressions. That woman is freaking out. I mean, rightfully so. If I'm across that off. I mean, did we say? Is this a flashback? If the whole movie mm, took place 800 years no. ago, <laughs> it's present day to them. Hey, it's Game of Thrones guy. I'm gonna say I haven't heard everybody speak yet. I'm just gonna cross off bad accent right now. Yeah, you could probably cross that off. Overreaction? Not yet. We're gonna get there. Time jump. Oh wait. Okay. So is a Cage Club pod a Cage Club podcast network crossover? Uh, Halloween three season of the witch. Of course. Okay. I forgot that was on there. I had no idea. That's new. I my favorite thing about Cage Club Bingo is references to things that people have to listen to way too many of our podcasts to understand. Like Cage compromises a woman. We don't explain on the card what that is. You have to dig in the past and find out what we mean. This is disturbing. Overt is sexism. this the beach? They're in water. Mm, it's the river. Down by. I want to give it the beach, but it's the river. Oh, boy. What were we just talking about the river before? Something about oh, the river. River's Edge. River's Edge. Food eater. Yeah. He's going to go off into Game of Thrones land. I'm going to cross off here Twin Peaks Connection because this opens with a dead young girl near water. Okay, I got that. God damn it. She's not wrapped in plastic. She's dead. Wrapped in plat. So I've been listening now to three of them doing, a lot. Now who's doing the impressions? That's like the only one that I can do. And I, I, it's not great, but I can do that line. Yeah. I was listening to three of them a lot lately, as I've been telling you, Paul, Scott, and Lauren. And Scott quotes that at one point. Paul's like, "What's that from?" He's like, "Oh, the first thing Twin Peaks." Like, "Oh, right, right, right." The, the very first thing spoken on the show, basically. She's dead. That magic and mysticism. That's a really good one for you to have on this one. She's a witch. Oh, crazy eyes. There's a woman with a blind eye. I'm going to just... Oh, totally. Yeah. I have a lot of cage things here. That is... X-Files connection uh, possessed. Oh, God. You have that too? (laughs) Yeah, I got a good card. Mike, there's like 71 things. How do we have the same (laughs) same card? I have no idea. It's a rarity. Uh, gift-worthy scene I'm going to cross off the woman spitting food at or spitting vomit oh, don't at worry the there's many more gift-worthy scenes to come especially when Kate shows up especially when um, Sauron shows up what's his name Christopher Lee is in this movie believe it or not I think that's why I wanted to rewatch it and this movie this just looks like such a cheap set it's oh no yeah this was like totally one of those shot in Romania sci-fi movies that somehow got like an actual release because Cage was in it but you know, Hellboy's in this too, Ron Perlman. He's like Cage's buddy, right? Yeah, they're buddies, and they start crusading in a minute after this prologue. So now this is in Cage's... This is the beginning of Cage's straight-to-DVD era. This is yeah, not an actual this, release, but this is the same year yes. as Seeking Justice. So this this is the movie after uh, Sorcerer's Apprentice. Hear me out. What if we do a podcast where we only watch Seeking Justice every week? <laughs> you know, I'm not against that. <laughs> no one would listen... We wouldn't be into it, but... Who knows? Maybe we would interview Guy Pierce one day. Because of it. I think that would have to. like, <laughs> Unless he hates that movie. How could he hate that movie? He's awesome in it. I don't know. I mean, I understand you're going from Memento to that, but still. I mean, there's 11 uh, years in between. Here we go. The Age of the Crusades. A war. I got war. Oh, time jump. Time jump. I got that, too. God... Damn it. I need one more. I don't think we're going to get it, though. So that was not that first scene was Ooh, not a flashback, right? Because if, if we're assuming no. that that's the current day, then we just jump yeah. forward, right? That was a pretty impressive shot. Is there. this the beach? This is the desert. 
There's sand. I want to give it to you. Oh, there's Cage. Bayman, his worst character. Cage. So here's what I have Cage. Works out, dies, is shirtless. He's going to die. Stands on something weird, driving, in jail. Okay. Uh, for Cage, I need laughs maniacally, cries, stands on something. Oh, wait. these are. This is one wacky wardrobe. Oh, sure. I love Would we consider could, the yeah. desert something weird? No, come on. He would probably stand on a chair at some point or a table or, or like a dead animal. I love how they're descri- they're like they're betting on who's going to kill more people and like the loser has to buy drinks. You know, He's going to kill like, 600 men. It's a couple of modern day guys in old-timey wherever they are that I already well, forget. It's the Crusades, right? So they're in the Middle Europe? East right now. No, oh, they're in like they're Israel? either in like Egypt area or Africa? yeah like somewhere in the north tip of Africa or somewhere in like the Middle East right forget we, it Jake it's Chinatown we gotta we'll get that reference on freedom eventually I know Tobin knows about the Crusades because of like the king all that kind of but I don't know because like Robin Hood takes place right at the after that wait Robin Hood starring Eggsy and Jamie Foxx that's right bruv yo I steals from the rich and give to the bruvs yo mark that impression <laughs> now there's an impression I just need to have that that drop. That's a good sh- Now there's an impression would be a good shirt. That, that's a, is that a shirt? So when <laughs> is I was this a shirt? when Season I was one growing forever? up, I had this idea that I wanted like glasses that also I could hear with what? that could always like <laughs> Wait, what? No, 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 no. Hear me out. I'm trying. That if I thought of like a movie scene or a TV scene or like a song, I could basically just like think about it and I would see it or hear it. Cut you know to them. I mean? Look at this. Wait, Cage laughing maniacally. Oh my god! Are you? Did you win yet? No, no. I'm, I, I don't think I'm gonna. Um, but so I want. I want to have in this world where I have the glasses and the ear thing. Another I want to basically also have like a microphone that I could always just be like, "Now there's an impression." Whenever you say an impression, but I also realize oh, now I that you live in a, in a thing in an era with phones and with like yeah. Siri and Alexa. Yeah, I can just be like, "Hey." play the song and then it starts playing. Or you can like just have a soundboard com- on your phone. The video component's not there, but like we're no. pretty close. I love how we're having a montage of battles here. This Morning, font, afternoon, and night. The font is strange. Because it's supposed to try... It's trying to be Crusader's font. But it looks like a video game. Oh, that was a great cut. Because this feels like a video game. Does Cage have a full white beard now? Is it, it, See, might, it might just be snow. Look... Look at that no, beard on Cage. That beard, <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god, he's kicking ass. Was that a cry? Because Cage cries. Could it be a battle cry? I'll give it to you. I'm still going to win. Oh, if this is... I'm looking up right now. If this is an adaptation, I win. What could this possibly be an adaptation of? What kind of season of the witch story? Oh, oh dissolve it. again. Here we go. Broggy Shoot wrote this. Battle of Sim... Smyrna. Smyrna. You're much better at pronouncing things today. Oh, this is directed by Dominic Sina, who also directed Con 60 Seconds. And it's also directed by... Oh, I don't remember. Brett Ratner came in to do some That's reshoots. Right. <laughs> oh, so this, believe it or not, was the last thing this guy directed. Directed oh. 55 things. This was the last one. Oh, I wonder. In development right now is Johnny Two Guns, but, hmm. you know, who knows. Work on that title. Gone in 60 Seconds. He'll do the California with a K with Brad Pitt. Bunch of music videos. California with a K with Brad Pitt and Juliette Lewis isn't too bad. I haven't seen it. I saw it once when it came out. 
I like how you say, like, what oh. could this possibly be an adaptation of? This could be, like, a graphic novel. No, I know. After I said it, I, I realized how stupid that's. Directed by Dominic Cena with extensive, uncredited reshoots by Brett Ratner. One could call it an adaptation of Dominic Cena's work. <laughs> or of the Bible. Not I mean, this Bible. is more of an adaptation of, like, a chapter of Lord of the Rings that they got wrong or something. Nicholas Cage was attracted to the project because he saw it as a tribute to the films of Roger Corman oh, yeah, from the 1960s, which invariably starred the likes of Christopher Lee and Vincent Price. Yeah, It was a of... real bonus for him to discover that Lee was to appear in the film, too. Oh, he must have gone nuts when he found out. You can see that. It's got sort of that B-level sword and sandal sort of hack-and-slash adventure. Originally developed... Original development in 2000... When the spec script by screenwriter Braggy Shoot was purchased by MGM, 2000 was the year that Gone 60 Seconds came out. So it's weird oh. that this is in production since then. Team up. Nicholas Cage learned to ride horses for this film. Oh, here's where his character, Bayman, his worst character, quits the church. I will no longer kill for the church and crusade. I will only kill for myself. Claire, Ro- Claire Foy's feature film debut. Inspired by The Seventh Seal. Adaptation. Uh, what? That doesn't show up and talk to have play chess with Kate. Don't you remember to play chess on the beach? They thought it last 45 minutes. <laughs> Claire Foy met her husband, Stephen Campbell Moore, on this film. They were married three years later, though they separated in 2018. Who's that, the kid? I don't know. Stephen Campbell Moore. I think the kid from Misfits. Who is Stephen Campbell Moore? If he was just like the second AD, it's <laughs> not even. Oh right. no, he plays Double Double Oz, the kid, Double Zock. No, he's like thirty-two. Well, oh, that's an, here we go. More subtitles. A month later, oh, we already had a time jump. What movie was it? What were, was it? The one we were just talking about, or was it one that I was listening to somebody talk about? Oh, it was Halloween three. Okay. One hour later, <laughs> yes. So brave. <laughs> the other season of The Witch. So my guess as to what season of The Witch means is like... Um, it's just the time of year that witches do stuff. No, well, I think that it's supposed to be like the Eyes of March kind of thing. Like, um, Beware the season of The Witch. Yeah, like something bad might... Like I got a bad feeling about this kind of thing. I don't know. I got a bad feeling about this. What's that from? Or is that just from... That's everything? from a lot of... Yeah, I mean... <laughs> It's so funny how you could be like, I'll be back is actually from Terminator, but yep. like people say that in every movie. <laughs> like, I'll be back. I got a bad feeling about this. It's I mean, from Star, Star Wars is well known. That's what I'm thinking yeah. of. Those movies. Ooh, Ron Perlman with the acting ability of a workhorse. So the first Hellboy. New Hellboy is supposed to come out next year at some point. They're, yeah, they're releasing the art and stuff. Posters. Um, I liked him in... He was good in Pacific Rim. I mean, he's been good to... Have you ever seen um, the early Guillermo del Toro movie, Kronos? No. It's about like an old grandfather turns into like a vampire. He's in a grandfather? <laughs> Has Ron Perlman always been old? No, no. Like, he's in City of Lost Children. He's a young guy and that. He plays like sort of the, the brute, the, the mute brute looking for the kids. If I remember correctly, it's really good. Character? Ooh, gross! He was in Alien Four. Remember Alien Four, where he I plays basketball? Hey, what? I only 
I'd only seen one and two until you did three for your podcast. And okay. I watched three. Ooh. I've not seen four. All right. Which I heard is better than three, right? Yeah, we talked. Yeah, I think we all agreed on on the show that we liked four more. Four because four just fucking swings for the fence. It's just like super wacky. Now, can I cross off Cage in jail? He's in jail of the church. I think he actually gets thrown in jail in this. So cool. yeah, he'll he'll be thrown in oh. a cell. Would you say he's driving this horse? No, I already told you. You ride a horse. <laughs> I literally told you late spot four minutes ago. I said Damn, if he's on a horse, it's not driving. Is this Las Vegas? Could this be very early New Orleans? No, if it's not in Europe, it's definitely not in America. No, either. I know. Well, is what it Old Orleans? Orleans? Maybe it's Old Orleans. That's like straight that's up. That's a nice... That's some Lord of the Rings shit, right? That's straight up true detective birds. Oh, you know what the... Uh, it's so, also... Uh, oh, you haven't seen Castle Rock yet. No. Gotta watch Castle Rock. Dude. I will. So good. Um... Oh, man, that made me want to say something else that I forgot. Oh, so if this is an adaptation of anything, it could be a and d thing, you know? Like, that's what it really feels like to me. Like Of, like, Vin Diesel's character? Yeah, if, like, Vin Diesel was in it, I could see, like, oh, I wanted to adapt my D&D. But I don't think Cage plays d and I don't think so, either. No, I, I think Cage is, like, time. a cool guy. <laughs> Come on, cool people play D&D. No, they don't. Yeah, sure. I'm sure there's some. Not cool guys. Not capital C, capital G, cool guys. Is he driving this horse? Um, no. Is this the same horse? But there will they do get a buggy at some point, so maybe he takes turns. So here's the story about last night. So, Oh, this happened last night? This is the story, yeah. So I went to see First Man. Okay. Went next door to Starbucks to get a quick bite to eat, got iced coffee, came back to see Bad Times of the El Royale. Right. Walk in, the guy scans my thing. He's like, you got to get rid of that drink. You can't bring the drink in here. I was like, come on, man. Uh-huh. In the middle of five hours of movies. Yeah. He's like, you got to get rid of that. I'm like, okay, fine. I'll get rid of it. He's like, oh, by the way, the theater you're supposed to be in, we're having technical difficulties. You're in this other theater instead. I was like, all right. Great. All right. So I go outside. I'm like, oh, I'm smart. I go to the exit, which is right next to the theater, inside. Okay. Put the drink outside. Okay. Walk in. Uh-huh. Open the exit door. Yeah. Pull the drink in. Right. Go in the theater. What happened? I sit in the theater. It's just me and another guy. The same guy who said, don't bring the Starbucks drink in here, comes in the theater. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, how vigilant is this guy? <laughs> and he says, we're having problems in here, too. You're actually going to be across the hall on 10. And I was like, is this some kind of con? Like, what the fuck is going on? Like, is okay, this okay. targeted at me? <laughs> okay. And I was like, okay, and the guy leaves, and I'm texting because I want to pick up my drink, but I don't want to, like, show people in the theater. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so the woman up in the projection booth is like, you guys got to go to 10 or wherever. And I'm like, okay. And then I stand up, and I, like, cradle the drink to me, and I hear her on a walkie-talkie say, he's leaving now. Oh, my God. I'm like, what is happening? (laughs) And so I go, I walk, I peek my head around the corner because it's, like, one of those, like, Hallways, he's like walk down, and I peek my head around the corner, and I don't see anybody. And so I put the drink down, and I like peek around the corner outside the theater, like the little like the room to the hallway. There's nobody around, but I tossed the coffee. Okay, so I was like, they're, that shit's the weird, yeah. weird shit's going down. They're they're waiting for you. I go to the new theater. The movie had started playing already. No trailers. They cut out the 25 minutes of trailers. The movie is just playing. So I missed the first, like, 30 seconds of the movie. I was like, what is happening? Like, this is the weirdest thing. So 
I was terrified <laughs> that like I was going to get like banned from the AMC theater for like bringing a coffee in because I was like, "Come on, dude! Like I just like I'm yeah. in the middle of five hours of movies. Let me have a little bit of caffeine." So when they said they're leaving, he's leaving now. They just meant to start the movie in the new theater because you'll so. be right over. Not that they're like, like an ambush you. I know it's so funny. But I heard her on the walkie talkie like, "Okay, he's leaving now. We'll be good." And I was like. Like, I, in my head, you're I was like, paranoid. I was like, no, I was like, you're I, not, I'm, I'm like, I know that you could like leave like that, like, oh, he's leaving, we're like, all cleared out in here. But I was also like, what did you, a, what did you have at Starbucks, and b, was it like an edible? And how stoned were you by no, accident? It wasn't. <laughs> like, it was iced coffee. <laughs> no, I'm always paranoid though. When I was also like, because I canceled Movie Pass, Movie Pass is also stupid. Yeah. And I have a list. I'm like, if I lose, like, I'm like, I'm like, how, how serious is this really? See, this movie looks cool. It should be a good movie. That's, ugh. sorry. Uh, everyone in the plague masks. No, but yeah, that that's hilarious, man. That's so. <laughs> How much was the coffee? Uh, well, those like, I got like one of those like little snack boxes with oh, the okay. sandwich and the apples and carrots. That and the coffee together were eleven bucks. All right, Bayman, not terrible. Bayman and Blurbuck, and Bayman and Felson. Oh, so should we mention um, the Kickstarter's we, done? It's did it did it work? I don't think so. Uh, well, but there we was a, good, a great Kickstarter. Yeah, we say it's great because we actually got the cards. Uh, Bayman, a cage card game, a Nicholas Cage card game. They, this guy made. I don't think the guy who created the card game did the art. I think another guy did the art. Mm-hmm. But it's essentially old made with like fifty of Cage's characters yeah. plus Bayman. It's a lot of fun. It's, it's a great twist. Awesome. Yeah, it was a really cool twist on the on old made. He looks like Elijah Wood. He did. Yeah, and Christopher Lee looks crazy. I can't believe he. Just, That's him. Yeah, he put that makeup on at like eighty. Poor guy. This might have been his last movie. God. What would I know him from? I know I know Lord him from of the Rings. Things. He played Dracula for the for Hammer Horror. He played Dracula like uh, he was an iconic Dracula after Bella Lugosi. He's like who I think of as Dracula. Um, he also played like other creatures and monsters for the Hammer Horror films and stuff. But okay. like he's very famous for doing those like British horror movies in the seventies and sixties and stuff. Gotcha. Um, and then guys like, you know, Tim Burton. Oh, that guy really them. is Claire Foy's husband. Oh, I missed it. Who was it? Doublezack, that guy. The guy, the only other guy who's in this room. The like curly-haired the, guy? I think so. Yeah, the guy from... That guy. Oh, that guy. Oh, no. I thought the other guy. That's so like they the monk. We're married for four years and together because oh, okay. we're seven. Okay, I can see that. Man, that makeup is crazy. He's got like... Uh, you ever see um, Braveheart? Once okay, so uh, the Patrick McGowan character, who's like the <laughs> evil, he's like the evil king. I think it's his character. Well, there's a guy in the movie who's like, no, it's not Patrick McGowan. Okay, so in the movie, there's a guy though who's like face is rotting away. Cage in jail. Yeah, cage in jail, uh, and it's kind of a lot like that. All right, reminds me of that. Has there been singing? N- uh, n- I don't think so. I don't we think might so have either. missed it in the revelries because someone plays a musical instrument. Hopefully, someone has like a lute on them or something. Did you see the uh, Flight of the Concourse concert? No, uh, I heard it was good though. They play so much recorder; it's like gorgeous. Just... Flight of the Concourse now in rock band officially. Oh, cool! More maybe? There's at least two songs. I don't think they were in there before. Really? Or not, but those would be difficult songs because they're technical as hell. Well, there's one that just kind of looks like strumming on guitar, which doesn't look fun. There's the other one. Um, Bowie in space. <laughs> is it really freaky? Is that Claire Foy? 
Yes, it is. As the girl. There she is. She looks way different with really long hair. That is not... I love, I love how Ron Perlman just sounds like, like he's from the Bronx. And he's not even American, if I'm not mistaken, um, because when he was in Kronos for Del Toro, he was speaking Mexican... Spanish. Spanish, sorry. And then <laughs> when he was in City of Lost Children, he was talking French. I mean, I think he's just, you know, obviously multilingual and everything, but I'm not even sure. He's American. He is American? Mm-hmm. Oh, I, Born in Washington Heights, New York, so wow. he's just speaking like himself in this movie. That's a re- He's got a really distinct look. He married a woman named Opal Stone. Dude. Isn't Opal a stone? <laughs> yes. And I think when they have two children together... Still married. 36, 37 years old. 37 years later. I follow him on Twitter. He's very politically active, <laughs> to say the least. Oh, boy. <laughs> I, I get not... all my politics from Hellboy. Well, he's not Hellboy anymore. He's got big teeth. Who's new Hellboy? Um, the sheriff from Stranger Things. David. Not Tenant. <laughs> no. No, but his new show looks great, where it's like a... Um, a demon and an angel team up to save to stop the apocalypse. That's good omens. Yeah, yeah. The trailer looked great. Which Larson talked about a little bit with us on the Mandy episode yeah. of Cage Club, and I cut out because I was like, "This is." I'm still watching. This is a form uh, of explanation of good omens <laughs> that has nothing to do with Mandy. I'm still watching trailers for TV shows. Flashback. Oh, yep. Flashback. I need. If there's dancing adaptation, which is not going to happen. Oh wait, I should. I haven't marked it down yet, but overt sexism. Oh, that definitely absolutely happened. Bingo! Damn it. <laughs> Sorry, pal. Twenty-three, Otherwise, it was going to be peaches or bunnies. I mean, I don't think we're going to see a bunny anywhere. Yeah, we might. I don't know. If, if Cage stands on something weird, though, or there's dancing, I will win or lose. Maybe, but, you know. If this crosses over with uh, that Monty Python movie, maybe the killer bunnies show up. Have you seen that, the Monty Python and the Holy Grail? Yes. Okay. That might be one of my favorite oh, comedies. That was another movie, I think. Remember I was talking to you and Brian about that film class I took in high school? <laughs> yeah. That was another one we watched in there. Oh, like, we okay. watched so many incredible <laughs> movies in in one market. Did, um, so, when I had to go to summer school, <clears throat> tune into High School Slumber Party, <laughs> I'd talk about a little bit of summer Did people school, call you Chainsaw? No, no, but... Um, yeah, I should have been on that episode, because I actually went. But That movie's really good. My... Uh, my teacher, like, we did a lot of, like, watched a lot of movies and wrote about them and stuff like that. And uh, we watched, like, Runaway Train, Shawshank Redemption for the first time, Dominique and Eugene. Like, we watched some really weird shit in that class, but it's cool. Yeah, that was the first time I saw Shawshank Redemption. I've only seen it once. Really? It's like I've one only of the... seen most movies once. There's only Cage movies I've seen more than once. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was just, just growing up, I always just had, like, the same movies available, so I just, I don't know, it's like... Yeah, so did I, except those same movies Casper and Richie Rich. <laughs> did you see Shawnee's post about uh, Wendy and Casper? No. Oh, man, I want to mention... Shawnee, because, one of our Australian um, fans. I don't know if she listens to Cage Club, but she loves Keanu, I think she found us because of Keanu. She was on the Kissing Booth episodes, plural, ugh, of High School Slumber Party, go check those out. Good episodes, terrible movie. Yeah, I didn't. I never got around to those. Oh, so this is pretty funny. She says Hilary Duff sure loves dancing in a gazebo. And then there's a shot of Casper meets Wendy, where she plays Wendy, and she's dancing in a gazebo with Casper. And then a Cinderella story 
where she is dancing <laughs> in a gazebo. It's a good find. <laughs> Grown up as a young lady. It's a real good find, Shawnee. Shawnee, you'll never hear this, but if you do hear this... She might. Uh, email mailbag at cageclub. Anybody who wants to, email mailbag at cageclub.me let us know you're listening to this. Oh, uh, this guy from uh, the Guy Ritchie movies. He's in, like, Snatch and Lockstock. Um, he's a good actor. I kind of expected him to be in, like, Kingsman or something, but he never showed up. Bruv. I understand that we're not really paying attention. We're talking about things. We're talking about the movie and not necessarily watching the movie, but, like, I have no sense of what's going on here. Like, Cage well, is in jail. Cage is out of jail now. Yeah, the only reason he's out of jail is because he agreed to transport the witch to the sanctuary. Gotcha. And that's basically what's going on here. They don't think he's going to survive, so they want him dead anyway. Who's that guy's name? Deb- Debelzak. Deb- Debelzak. That's okay. the guy who she... Debelzak. Maybe it's So, what's, you know what's weird about this movie is that this guy fell in love with Claire Foy who looks like a literal insane person. Like, Well, oh, you mean like they fell in love with each other looking like this on set? Yes, he yeah. with a crazy haircut and Maybe. her dirty and filthy and like a literal witch. That's a crazy haircut. Yeah, he's got the monk do. The bowl cut thing. Ah, I knew when she choked me. See, this has a I lot I wanted to marry her. I mean, like this has the sets and stuff. I, it's just... I think this is where the director comes into play, you know? Because it feels like all the elements are here, and it shouldn't be this flat. Claire Foy, how old do you think she is in this movie? In this movie? Like, 21, 22? 27. Whoa, okay. Um, she also plays Queen Elizabeth yes, II. Yes, that's what Tobin was saying when we were doing the Unsane episode. Yep. Which I still haven't seen. I'm going to see it at some point, probably eventually. She's also in Rosewater, that John Stewart movie. She's in Vampire Academy as Ms. Carp. What? Terrible movie. I watched it because House Made did it, but also because my girl Zoe Dutch is in it. Zoe Deutsch. What is it about? Like, is it literally... Oh, it's a high school for vampires. vampires. Okay, it's that literal. Never mind. It's not good. <laughs> you know what's not bad is that show about magicians. It's like it started as a school for magicians, and then it turned into just like these... Is it called The Magicians? Yeah, it's called The Magicians. It's actually pretty interesting. It's on sci-fi? Yeah. Sci-fi is... I, I don't realize how much sci-fi I watch, but The Expanse is just like a brilliant Oh, show. yeah, you watch... That's did The Expanse get picked up by somebody? Amazon. Yeah, Amazon, yeah. So now they can curse more. I mean, sci-fi was letting them get away. If you watched it after 11, they'd say the F word on air. Well, yeah, I mean, any channel can allow that. They yeah. just don't for advertising reasons. But like, so, FX lets people curse. They said um, the N word on Black Lightning... Oh, wow, yeah. Okay. I also stopped watching Black Lightning. I was like, I watched the first season. The second season started off with a bad episode. I was like, I'm good. I've been bailing on a lot of TV shows lately. I try to cut down mm-hmm. on stuff I'm indifferent to that I've been watching out of habit. Right. I hear that. Black Lightning, gone. The Gifted, gone. I like The Gifted. Is that the X-Men? Yeah, but like Legion exists. Dude, you know? Legion, to me, is like a perfect show. <laughs> I fucking love that show so much. I was telling, when I was out the other night, I was talking up Legion well I was like uh just trying to make it sound cool okay so like I guess uh Cage Club exclusive I was, out, I was out on that date the other night ooh, ooh. <laughs> speak slower <laughs> and I brought up Legion and I like I really tried to like break it down I mean, wait was your they... tweet about yes chat on first dates about yes. yourself <laughs> yeah 
I saw it. I was like, I wonder if he's out somewhere. I'm like, no, it was the day after. I know. But I'm out, like, I'm like, like, I can't imagine he's like slamming himself. Oh, dude, I was out of form, but it didn't really seem to matter either. Like, it didn't matter. Like, I've just, you know, I'm hard on myself. It went perfectly fine. Like, there was nothing wrong with it. Nice time and everything, but it was just, you know, adequately, just like nice and stuff. Nothing exceptional. I'm sure our listeners really care about You know our... you need to work on your game when you're on a date and 90% of your conversation starters are, have you seen that movie? And then uh, oh, Dan, Dan Priori? No, uh, Dan Priori, yeah. Said they never have. She actually did see most of them, so... Had you seen Legion? She had not seen Legion, that's a TV show, but she saw Tully, she saw um, the other movies. I brought up a couple of Cage movies. The, oh, the one... Because we were texting about like getting together, I had mentioned Mandy a couple times, um, so she was aware of that. I sort of felt bad because when we were at the high school slumber party field trip to the roller derby match in Yonkers, New York, it was me and Brian, host of that show, and his fiance, and our friend Alex, who I guess is more Brian's friend, but I've become friends with. And I feel like all night, all we talked about was podcasts. I felt so <laughs> bad for Nicole and Alex. I was like. I was like, I'm so sorry. But, like, Alex was there to podcast. Nicole lives with it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I feel like they're... But at the same time... Oh, dude. You don't want to hear it. Cage is on screen with an animal. This fucking horse, the whole movie. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, it's tough. You sort of get locked... Not locked. You sort of slip into just, like, familiar... But it wasn't, like, talking about movies. It was talking about, like, actually podcasting and, like, getting better and, like, doing all this different stuff. Like, it was... That's a I thought weird. it was a really good conversation. It was just, like... <laughs> They don't give a shit. I mean, Alex actually seemed to care. Nicole, I think, was just being pleasant because she's going to marry Brian, but, <laughs> you know. Oh, this swordplay. Cage looks good. I can't believe Bayman's his worst character. According to who? Everyone? <laughs> no, just according to that game, right? <laughs> yeah, but what about you? What do you think? No, I, I don't necessarily Wait, think Wait, was Man so. Red Sports Car in that game? No, right? No, 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 Damn. no. But also not his worst character. <laughs> no, but I mean, like, if you have to give worst character, hmm, I'd really have to. I mean, two eleven cop, possibly. I mean, even there, it's like not the worst character. It's just a terrible movie. I mean, it's pretty bad. But he does. He just plays guy on the verge of retirement in that movie. So here's a little Cage Club exclusive. Actually, by the time that you hear this. Our Teen Titans Go to the Movies episode will probably be out, if cool. not, will be out. But, more importantly, possibly by the end of the year, if not the very beginning of January, although the thing I want to put out this year just for, you know, record, setting record purposes, okay. uh, Between Worlds. Yes, I can't wait. There is so a exciting. copy floating around the internet that came out in Australia somehow um, <laughs> that I figured was going to be dumped on Netflix or something early next year. But it looks like we'll be able to chat about that sooner rather than later. Depending Which, on, you know, we, we usually like to wait until it's VOD so that people can listen to it, or, you know, watch it and listen to it or whatever. But, you know, I'm, uh... That'll bring it up to seven, I think. It's a lot of movies. He is a busy, busy cage this year. If this... So, if Cage was in here... Yeah. Could we count it as Cage Works Out? Uh, doing the sword fight? <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, I've never been in a sword fight, but they look like an extensive workout. 
I think that might have been the shot. That shot, I think, is maybe the shot that I use as my cover oh, photo. Right with the uh, with, like with this little, cape on. little purple Riding Hood. He looks great. I mean, I like the way this movie looks and everything. It's just. It's just kind of lame, you know what I mean? Like, there's no, there's, there's no impact to it. There's nothing like, nothing really hits. Well, nothing happens. It's a road movie. No, but that's what I mean. They should be getting attacked by stuff, and even if it's not supernatural, like other travelers and you know coming across like weirdos and more of a more of a quest and less of just like an escort. But I mean, they talk to each other a lot. And, campfire shit a lot. I want Cage to get shirtless for multiple reasons. Most is I can chalk up, check out this box. Is Bateman telling a joke? He's telling a... Yeah, he is. Huh. I forgot that Cage also has no accent in this movie. Yeah, no. He and Ron Perlman just like walked over from... (laughs) America. <laughs> it looks like Seth Green. Did you say that earlier? I say looks you said like Shia, right? No. Someone looked like Shia, but... Somebody looked like Elijah. Elijah. Okay, I thought it looked kind of like Seth. Where do you think this movie was filmed? Yeah, Romania. You think it was filmed in Romania? Probably, yeah. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Croatia, Croatia. Austria, 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 Croatia... Hungary, Austria, 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 yeah. Hungary, Austria, okay. Austria, Austria, Hungary, Budapest and Hungary, 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 reshoots Louisiana, Newport, <laughs> Hungary and Croatia. Yeah, so. Definitely filming where it's cheap to film. Hmm. It's apparently so cheap to film that it's worth flying your entire cast yeah. and crew mm-hmm. literally around the world. Some places are. That's what's crazy. Like, um... Like, Don't Breathe, the Fede Alvarez. Like, yep. It takes in, place in Detroit. But exteriors they, like, in Detroit, interiors in Eastern Europe. Yeah. You know who I realized last night while watching First Man? Claire Foy, I don't think this is hair blindness because the hair doesn't match. Her face or her eyes or her demeanor or something mm-hmm. reminds me a lot of Sarah Paulson. Okay. Mostly. Okay. I know her from American Horror Story. Yeah. She's a bunch of stuff. Ocean's 8. Ocean's 8 most recently you know? yeah. yeah I think that it's just there's something about her face especially as Gosling's wife in First Man as Janet Armstrong where it just yeah. oh I could see Sarah Paulson in that role I could I mean I just I feel like she's making different face shapes here than Unsane like she's definitely got like a, a good face acting thing going on where she's great Unsane she just makes herself look different it's really weird, but cool. That is some jacket or whatever. I don't even know what to call it. Just a cover, like the shawl. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I'm asleep over here, boss. I can't guard the wagons. Oh, this poor dumb kid volunteering for suicide duty, essentially. He ends up uh, being the only survivor. Does he? Yeah. Spoilers. Oh. I forgot that uh, you may not have heard this, seen this one before. But if you haven't seen the movie, why are you listening to us talk about the movie? <laughs> well, they could just be, you know, like, wanting to hear what we have to say about other shit. I guess, like, about your hot, <laughs> hot date. I can't imagine why. <laughs> People like us. 
Um, you know, I, I remember. I wonder. Actually, I'm not sure if that's true. I don't know if people like us or people tolerate us <laughs> to listen to us talk about the things that they actually like. I remember the first time through this movie having much more of a blue and yellow look to it. Remember, like that—that that was always a big thing around the the spawn of a lot of digital filmmaking was just the artificial tinting and stuff. And I, I just remember the first time this being much more blue and yellow. Black and yellow, black and yellow, black and yellow, black and yellow. Her name was Robert Paulson. Forgive me, Father, for I have sinned. She's not going to have a fair trial. They're going to burn her. So this episode, if you're listening to this, comes out... Let me see here. Well, they'll know when it comes out. They're listening to it. I know, but I'm trying to create conversation around it. Oh, come on, Google Google Docs. A lot of this is... Each... October 25th, almost oh, Halloween. Oh, okay, cool. A lot of this is them talking to each other about the same stuff. Like, what if she's really a witch? And why do they not... Like, what? why do they want to do this with her if she is a witch? And all this and all that. It turns out she is a witch. Yeah. But you, think, you spend the whole movie thinking if she is a witch or not, right? Yeah, yeah. And Bayman is definitely like... I don't know, right? Isn't she? Oh, no, the kid is like, she might not be a witch, and Bayman's the one who's like, oh, I'm pretty sure, like, we shouldn't fuck with this. Kid, she's a witch. Capital W, witch. Oh, you got too close, Akkad. Hey, Akkad, think about the future. Ooh. That's not good. This also reminds me of... Oh, I think what we talked about when we recorded this one is that this is like a spin-off Game of Thrones episode. Like, it's a Game of yeah. Thrones episode where nothing happens. Mm-hmm. Where it's just like, oh, they're just, a they're, filler. they're just carrying someone through the woods. Like, like it, it's like a... If, like, the writers of season three of Lost had to write an episode of Game of Thrones... bite your tongue. No, I love that show, but okay. you knew they had to, like, pad that out for a while, you know? Like, well, yeah, that's, season that's also, two, season three. I also and, do really wonder if Lost... So there's chronologically lost, right? Which you watched a I little tried. bit. Of, I tried. I watched the I, first hour. That's down, that you can it legally is, question mark download online. It is jarring. It is so like weird, man. It's such a different show. Someone recut it so that instead of flashbacks, flash forwards, flash sideways, yep. flashes way Everything. back to the time. It's, it's literally in, in the order that the things occurred. Yes. I wonder if there is a cut, and it'll probably just take so long, and might be impossible. Where you cut, like, each season from 22 to 24 hours down to, like, 12. Because hmm. I think the problem with a lot of, quote-unquote, the problem with a lot of, like, broadcast shows is they have so much time to fill. Yes, too much. That You have Nikki and Paolo time to fill. Do not trash X. I love I them, love too. Razzle-dazzle. But I'm just saying that's why they exist. Like, there's that is the only reason they exist is because they needed to write more shows because they had a mandate. And they also had heard from people that are like, why don't we know anything about these, like, extras on the plane? Like, we know everything about, like, Locke and Jack and Kate. Yeah. But we don't know anything about it. <laughs> they wrote expose. People are like, who the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, hey, make up your mind, dummies. I know. The socks. Oh, man. Nothing beat Mr. Echo, and then Power for some reason, <laughs> power some lines. Re- Paralyzed. I love so Mr. Echo. Yeah, I decided it was my favorite character. Spoilers for Lost. One episode before Smoke Monster ate him. I'm like, come <laughs> on. There was a stretch in that show where like he's the greatest. Three or four characters in a row. I was like, oh, this is my favorite, and they're like, nope, just kidding. They're yeah, gone. I know. So frustrating. He got into like a fight with like the 
with creators, the, like over like money or something. No, uh, I'm not. I, the way I heard it, he just wanted to not live on in Hawaii. Like he wanted to have more options as an actor. Oh, and it, living in Hawaii is well, such work. I mean, I heard that there's a very bad rainy season where they were filming, but that's near the here. I think he just wanted uh, artistically. He wasn't fulfilled, and he wanted to do other stuff. So he went on, and you know, he did GI Joe and eventually Killer Croc. I mean. I wish. I mean, they had such plans for Echo. It's just unfortunate, Mister Echo, because he was like the key of the island or something. He was right? gonna like, be. He was gonna <laughs> be. You know, they were kind of. It was gonna be lost in Echo, like you know, the the two pieces on the board, and then. Eh. Oh well. Nothing beats the um, Dharma Initiative. This stuff, though, that stuff is so great. When uh, like Sawyer is in the past, and he's like running shit. So good. Well, I thought you were talking about like the fish biscuits. No, no, no. Yeah, that's fish all, biscuits are pretty great. That's all good too, but I like it more when they're actually part of the Dharma Initiative. You know, here's a little bit of an exclusive. I think early oh, next year, Kara and I are going to do TV is Dead, which is a show, a monthly podcast, or maybe I'll cut up weekly, depending on how the episodes go, where we talk about TV. Oh, dog. And we're going to talk about TV that has to do with like death and loss and grief, but hopefully in a positive way. And she had just watched for the first time this summer Lost, and she was talking to me about it because she loved parts of it and hated parts of it. And I think by the end, she was so burnt out, but then the end won her over so much Ah, that she liked the show, I think, as a whole. But I was like, oh, you know that we're going to do that for the show. And she's like, God damn it. (laughs) She doesn't want to watch it again. But at some point, we will. I feel like Castle Rock really fills that void for me. It has That's the what my other friend was saying. He was like, "You got He's like, knowing somebody who loves like leftovers and lost, like yes. watch Castle Rock. I was like, "I get it. I will." <laughs> I just I mean, have so many other things. Yeah, even for me, like I love. I was a huge fan of Fringe, and like this fills a lot of those like same shoes. Oh, right, me. they're killing each other by accident. Yeah. Oh, so that pit of this pit of bodies here. Um, we talk about that a little bit on the Leatherface episode of Third Times of Charm, which should be out by now. But, uh, uh, I'm going to say standing on a pit of bodies is something weird. Okay. Bingo. Time to right. stamp me, please. Yes, sir. 44 minutes. 44.06. So I didn't get the proper term for it, but apparently when like a large group of bodies like lie together after a long period of time, they all like like putrefy together, Ew. but it becomes like a new substance or something. So in, the, in Leatherface, there's like a cellar filled with it and stuff. some guy like picks it Wait, up is Leatherface the name of the movie or is yeah. that guy he's he's part of the family in the Texas Chain he's one of the oh, people okay. in the Texas Chainsaw Massacre family okay. kind of thing yeah he's the guy with the chainsaw okay um, wait so the one you did three are you counting Texas Chainsaw as one or are you counting or are there three yeah so it's called Leatherface a Texas Chainsaw Massacre part three oh, okay yeah got it right yeah like what happened is the the franchise was bought by New Line and they wanted to put Leatherface front and center because they're like he's like Jason or well, Freddy. Well, like how Pinhead was like the head right. of Hellraiser, yeah. but he's not but actually he's, facing Hellraiser. And that's the same with Leatherface. Like he's just it's not a one man show. It's like a family thing. It's like a crazy group of family members and stuff. So you know what I think this movie does really well is in that last scene where Claire Foy was crying, she's cleaned up and her makeup I think is different and she looks more innocent and pure. Like she obviously mm-hmm. just did terrible evil things as a witch to lead to the death of this one guy. Yes. But she looks like an innocent child. That's so part of the deception, right? (laughs) 
I mean, it would it would be so easy if she was green with like a hook nose and like you know a black hat and all that kind of stuff. We could tell she's a witch for sure because the Wizard of Oz says that's what they look like. Of course. But back then it wasn't as easy, man. They looked just like a normal person. Check out our episode, not our episode, but I was on it, the Winona Forever episode of The Crucible, which came out a week ago, where witches looked very different. Also, there are no witches in that movie. They're all just girls. (laughs) Goody this and goody that, right? That's That's the Crucible. They're all goodies. I remember reading that in the English class being like, I don't, why the hell did they call each other like that? Like, what is that? I don't. What is Goody it? Proctor. I don't know. But there's also, because it is my name. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're going to die then. Here she looks in between. Like, she doesn't look super guilty, but she also doesn't look super innocent. She's, she's sort like, of giving this look like... This is neutral, Claire Foy. Like, like um, yeah, she's kind of like, I bet you can't tell, can you? Am I a witch or am I? No, no. Cage, so... Skeptical? Question mark? I'm, I always thought that he was like, nah, she's a witch. Like, look at that. that she's creepy. Oh, she's definitely a witch. You see that smile? <laughs> look at those real mountains. That's nice. That's was why you Cage go there. driving that's why, that horse? That's why you go halfway across the world. Oh, is he driving the carriage? No, I think he's on the horse. He's on a white horse behind the carriage. A pale horse named Death? Death rides a pale horse. Look at him. So, one of my favorite shows of all time, my first favorite adult show, I think we talked about this on a recent episode, maybe, Dead Like Me, was based on, loosely based on, this novel, this book series mm-hmm. by Piers Anthony, where the first one, I think, is, like, on a pale horse or whatever, so, like, Death Rides a Pale Horse. I don't know if it's actually, or maybe that's just where they got imagery from, I don't know exactly what, but Dead Like Me is great. We'll, we will be covering it at some point on TV's Dead, assuming that we actually do TV's Dead. I pushed it off. We were supposed to start it this fall. I was like, Kara, too busy. We'll start in the spring, or start in the winter, or whatever. After football ends, basically. Oh, so I finished I finished my first Star Wars Legends novel. Wow. Just in case I uh, end up starting my Star Wars podcast. Force cast. Mike cast. Force cast, I don't know. Would uh, you do that alongside T-Tac, or would you do it in place yeah, of T-Tac? Yeah, no, it would be this and that. that they, they would both definitely have to be once a monthers at that point. But I'm really trying to step on the gas for a while with their times of charm try to put at least like two out a month for a while but um yeah but with the star wars one i mean that's the thing like you could do the books i would like to just do the books but like i don't know who'd want to tune into that or who'd want to do that with you no well no one would read along but i would have someone on that i would explain all of the stuff that isn't canon anymore oh okay like that's how i figured so like if i went through this book i'd be like here's what they took from the book and adapted into the series and here's the stuff that they just left god there's gotta be the amount of time you're putting into these like books well a lot of it is just to read and i enjoy reading these books like yeah i mean Dude, so I got to. Do you want to hear one thing that happens in that Star Wars book that's just like awesome? Sure. Uh, Luke Skywalker. After okay, so I know after him. after uh, like Darth Vader shows up at the very end. I know him too. Luke Skywalker gets trapped under rubble. I got a bad feeling. About so this. Leia picks up the lightsaber and fights Darth Vader. Why doesn't happen in a movie? Gets her ass kicked. What? Then Luke. Well, that also makes sense. Luke gets up, chops off Vader's arm. <laughs> And Vader is like swinging a lightsaber with one arm at Luke, and then he eventually like falls down this cavernous pit that they're fighting next to and stuff. But like, uh, you know, where in the timeline does this take place between like so four this and five? Is, this takes place between six? A New Hope and Empire Strikes Back. 
where does Vader spoiler alert get killed at? Five or six? Six. Six. Return of the Jedi. Yeah. And he doesn't so much get killed as he, like, sacrifices himself. Ultimate sacrifice to save his son. Throws the Emperor down the pit. Uh, but there's some other crazy non-canon shit going on. Like, Vader's got weird powers, and, like, Luke can do strange things with his lightsaber, and they encounter this race of creatures who are very much like what they end up doing with the Ewoks. Like, it's really crazy. Huh. Oh, and, the, and it takes place on the planet that is in uh, the Han Solo movie. When he's like fighting in the mud, Naboo. No, Mimban. Okay. And the whole movie takes the whole book takes place on that planet. So they took that planet and put it into the canon differently. Interesting. Yeah. So that would be there's a little taste of the show. <laughs> yeah. I would listen to it because I listen to everything, but I would not know what the fuck you're talking. Well, that about. would be half the fun. Would be like getting lost and listening to it. It would almost be like Nico's show. Like, if you're not down that hardcore with, like, the X-Men or even a casual X-Men fan, like, like I'm a more than casual X-Men fan, but I'm not on that level that he is. But I love listening to him go, like, super in-depth about certain characters. Like, beyond the point that I can comprehend. Is he driving it now? I w- <laughs> you already have it, so it doesn't matter. No, I don't have that one. Oh, that's right. You don't have that one. There's a quote. I don't remember who he's talking to. This I think it's... strange So sequence. in Force Awakens... Yes. I think when Han and Chewie... Yes. ...are, like, cornered by, like, the three people... Yeah. And Han goes, somebody, somebody, good to meet you! I think that's from Force Awakens, Maybe. Huh. Anyway, I don't know what it's from, but all I know is it's from Star Wars because on Pistol Shrimp's radio, Matt and Mark quote that all the time because Matt Gorley loves Star, Star Wars. Wars. And he, they always talk about, good to meet you. But I tried I just to rewatch. I just like how he calls uh, Finn, like, big time. All, <laughs> all right, Harrison Ford impressions. <laughs> <laughs> They made it. They got the witch across. Um, maybe if I search Pistol Shrimp's radio, good to meet you. Good to meet you. Oh, and also Han and Chewie are not in this book, which was a major letdown. I was like, oh, it's all Luke and Leia. And there's like five or six moments where it's like Luke is like, uh, he's like uncomfortably close to Leia and like getting these feelings and like all this, like they're looking at each other and they're getting lost in each other's eyes and stuff. And then you just know what ends up happening. You end up knowing that they're brother and sister, so it's just even more weird that, like, this book that came out the year after the first movie, like, all this stuff that hasn't been planned out yet, it's hilarious. It's called Dramatic Irony, I think, or Situational Dramatic Irony, I think, where the reader knows something that the the characters do not. Uh, Cage driving, for sure. He's at least... (laughs) There's no going back now. It's all coming back, all coming back to me now. That's your, that's your Celine Dion song drop of the episode. Oh, but you know what? The uh, the Leia Vader fight reminded me of the Ray Kylo Ren battle in the snow. God, it's so good. Well, that's so good. good. 
Their team up in eight is good. Oh, that's so great. I I really like. Uh, I'm not Kylo. sure that cage works out because that was a workout. He's <laughs> sweating. Nine's still happening. Nine's happening next year, I guess. Yeah, uh, a year from December. JJ's back, right? JJ's back. Dino mine. <laughs> Where he went, he didn't. What did he? Oh, he created Castle Rock with Stephen King in the meantime. I think that's what he was up. Oh, to. you know, just that thing, just like the the Hulu show that everybody's talking about. <laughs> I still cannot believe this is not an adaptation. I mean, like the fact that all of this yeah, shittiness came from like, one dude's brain as opposed to like multiple <laughs> dudes' brains. But I could see some dudes sitting down going like, "Oh man, I'm either going to turn my D and D campaign into a movie, or I'm going to make like a low rent Lord of the Rings mission, or like Games of Thrones is just on TV. So like, let's do like a cheapo knockoff Games of Thrones. Like, Play yeah. game. Out of the 85 Cage movies that I have ranked on Letterboxd, where does this fall? I'm going to say 60. Mm. I'm going to say, like, 65. I actually want to go, like, 72. but I think 68. Ooh, nice. Here from 60 to 70, 8 millimeter, Looking Glass, Kiss of Death, Dog Eat Dog, Never on Tuesday. Wow. Sunny, Fast Times, which should be... Wow. Well, he's barely in Fast Sunny. Times. Sunny. He's Rage, barely in. Rage, Season of the Witch, Trespass, Humanity Bureau, Ant Bully, Astro Boy. Oh, I actually yeah. kind of like a lot of these movies. Ant Bully... Got some Don Ho reference there again. Pick a number. Well, actually, no. Here, what do you think my number thirty-one movie is? Oh, jeez. Uh, it's a movie. Okay, Birdie. Here's. A, no, that's actually not a bad guess. Where's Birdie? Birdie's twenty-seven. It's close. Okay. Thirty-one is a movie we talked about recently. That last time we recorded Cage Club Revisited, you mentioned possibly wanting to do. I think. Then remembered who Cage co-starred with. <laughs> remembered that we had just seen the movie. Oh, I know. Racing with the Moon. There we go. <laughs> this is like the letterbox game with Joe 2 on our podcasts. <laughs> what do you think my number 44 movie is? Oh, brother. Um, 44. It's a movie that I've only seen once. Don't know if that helps you. Tobin was on our episode. Oh, Bringing Out the Dead? No. I've seen that twice now. Oh. Um, Duh. Oh, Left Behind? Trying to think I've of seen that twice now, too. Trying to think of the Tobin episodes. Um, Very serious, serious movie. Oliver Stone. Oh, yes. What was the Oliver Stone Cage movie now? I can't remember. Hold you're, on. you're supposed to never forget, Mike. Oh, uh, yeah. World Trade Center. World Trade Center. Sorry, sorry, sorry. sorry, sorry. Uh, I forgot. What my number 17 is? Oh, man. It's part of an important trilogy, but not the trilogy. Okay, so it's part of the action trilogy? No, that's the trilogy. Oh, then... Oh, part of the... Wait. Then. Well, there's three trilogies, I guess. Oh, so Uncle Francis trilogy? Correct. It is... My favorite of the I, three. I know, I know, I know, it, I know it's on the tip of my tongue. Don't tell me. Uh, Rumblefish? No. Real? That's not your favorite of the three? No. Peggy Sue Got Married. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. I thought you liked Rumblefish. I, I mean, Rumblefish, I have 49. Whoa, dude. Gotta rewatch that, I guess. I mean, I guess Cage isn't ugh, in it a lot, but it's got him, Lawrence Fishburne, Mickey Rorick. Oh, boy. You know what movie we... I don't know if we're going to do another one tonight. Ooh, look, is that the crossbow from Mandy? Is this where he gets it? 
He's been storing it for 700 years in Bill be- Duke's trailer. Well, I believe he's the same immortal cage. You know what would be a, a decent double feature with this, which I do not want to watch tonight? Outcast. Okay. Right? see that, yeah. I and like by that. decent double feature, I mean like they're thematic. They're, they're both I bad. wouldn't want to watch both back-to-back. No, but that's got Hayden Christensen in it, talking about Star Wars. Hayden Christensen, man, like, not a not a bad actor. Like, just... Uh, just... Just those uh, those prequel movies. That's not how you make. I'm just. That's not how you make movies. <laughs> that's how you make video games. Last one, number ten. What's my tenth favorite Cage movie? Raising Arizona. Not oh, I mentioned too fast. Number ten. It's someone we know who also loves Cage a lot. Their favorite Cage movie. Okay. And that's true of a couple different people about a couple different movies. That's tough. Um. All right. Number 10, I'm going to go with oof, The This rock. person wants to know... No, The Rock is my five. Ooh. This person wants to know more about this movie than anyone else on the planet. Oh, man. Okay. Here's another hint. There was... There's a t-shirt in this movie that I want to own. Oh, Valley Girl. There we go. Oh, okay. I get it now. The fact the friend, that... The that... person we know. No, yes. but I almost had it with Megan Mitchell. Yeah. The, the t-shirt. The, the fact that you know that I want that t-shirt and that's an identifier of Valley Girl <laughs> is next level crazy. This <laughs> is the health food store. Um, I put... Um, it's funny. I, I was going through my closet rearranging things. I took all the Woody Allen off the wall and I put all the cage at the top row and I found an extra pair of 3D glasses and I put them next to the Valley Girl movie because that's what I think of now when I think of 3D glasses. A cage wearing. These people are straight up stabbing wolves and this wolf oh. is you know attacking... Well, yeah, they, the witch is making the wolves attack. Ooh, Cage with some Woo! sword moves. This is. Would you consider this dancing? Dancing with the devil in the pale moonlight. Now, this, this, could be, <laughs> this could be a game that we play. Get each other to guess a Cage movie based on really obscure hints. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You, you pick a movie for me, and I'll try to, I'll try to guess what you're, whatever you're thinking oh, of. Oh, man. Okay, 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 okay. It's tough. I don't have the list in you front wanna, of You want to look at the list? Yeah, give me the list for a second. Well, I'll just show you my letterbox list. You can yeah, yeah. Scroll up and down. Okay, okay, okay. Oh, I got one. You're going to get it right away, though. Cosmo. Trap of Paradise. No. Oh. Cosmo. Cosmo's Moon. Cosmo's Moon. Maybe that's a little too... Um, let's see if I can think of another. Well, the other one, that, snap out of it. <laughs> oh, Moonstruck. Yeah. That was it, right? Cosmos Moon? I think so. Big? Yeah, okay. Let me do one a, a little easier than that. Let's no, see. I should have gotten that, I think, because we just watched that in the last couple months. Oh, um. Oh, no, no, no. That's that's going to give it away. That's gonna... Oh, no, 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 no. Damn. It could also be like a Joe 2 hint where it's like. I talked about this, like just some like weird yeah. thing that doesn't make sense to anybody but us, which is fun for me and maybe no fun for the listener, but you know, you're the one listening. Email us, mailbag at caseclub.me. We'll send you stickers. Stickers running dangerously low. I've got Not a few. because people are emailing for these, but because I've given so many out. Ah. Yeah, and Kyle was in Europe posting them. Yep. That was pretty cool. 
Okay. Um, this movie might have the, if not the best, I think your favorite character name. A cage character? No, it's not a cage, non-cage character name. Oh boy. Oh boy. Damn. Hmm. I can't think of another sort of obscure clue for this movie. My favorite character name. What is your favorite character name? Obscure character name, you know, like because it's a weird name. There's not that many movies with like cool character names, but oh, this one definitely. Eight millimeter Max California. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. This game is great. <laughs> That's pretty funny. I was thinking for a second, Sunny, and I was like, because I was trying to think, you know, like Acid Yellow, all this different stuff. I was like, wait a minute. Um. Oh man, there's so many like problematic ones here. Oh, this is an easy one, but um, Chuck E. Cheese. If I say Chuck E. Cheese or um Whoa. I should know this. Don't give me another hint yet. Chuck E. Cheese. Ooh, can't Don't you freak it out on screen. Don't talk to God about God about anything about me. Chuck E. Cheese. The weatherman? No. I could see that though. Um Want me to give you another hint? Yeah. Um, hookers in, at Chuck E. Cheese? <laughs> oh, Frozen Ground. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was a little bit of a tougher one. That's not as good as... Because uh, that wasn't like a personal thing. That, like. Um. No, but that was good, though. Especially, you know, Van Hudge. You almost did a podcast about this movie. <laughs> Huh. Yeah, I would like to get some, like, third-party people to try and, like, explain the plot to a Cage movie and then have to guess it or something. Oh, so this is something that I've been thinking – I mean, this isn't going to work necessarily, but, like, I've been thinking about this movie a lot because lately I've been walking around with – am I trying to guess a movie? No, try and guess based, based on, on your ba- recent ba- brain activity. Based on this clue. Okay. Um, I've been thinking of this movie This a is lot. our version of one of my two. You realize that, right? <laughs> yes. This is why it works, though. Um, I've been thinking of this movie a lot because I've not been—I haven't been walking around with a lot of cash in my wallet. Okay, I've only had like two bucks. Uh huh. So I could either buy like a coffee or a coke, but I can't get both. And also, if you think of like what my dad's been going through, that kind of relates to the movie, also. Oh, Weatherman. Yeah. <laughs> So I feel like the weatherman a lot because of that, and like I go out to like buy a paper or something, and I look at my wallet. I've got like a dollar in my wallet. I'm like, what am I doing? I'm and an also adult. through uh, Wendy's Frosty at you earlier. <laughs> that too, yeah. All right, that's cool. Right, so there's a I'm couple gonna, rounds. All right, here, here. here. <laughs> okay. Cage in a cave. Cage in a cave. Wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what the hell? That's a cage in a cave. Whoa. 
my mind is reeling. I mean, he was in a cage in Outcast, a cave, right? He was like the oh, when he emerges from a cave, he's maybe? like yeah, when he's like talking to his wife, woman, and he's like the no, but that's yeah, not it. That's okay. not it. Okay, cage in a cave. Um, ghosts are yelling at me right now. You idiot. There's... I don't remember the animal, but in this movie there are a lot of close-ups, I think, of a particular animal. Not like the iguana in Badly Right, Planet, right, right. But I feel like there's a scene by water where there's an animal... Or maybe he eats the animal? Fuck, I don't Whoa. know. Hold on. Let me see if I can find a picture of it. Cage in a cave, I think, is a good hint. You should be... I mean, you know... As far as you can get any of these days, like one really obscure clue. Well, we're rounding third here in this movie too. Um, oh, okay. Here's here's what it is: a lizard smoking a cigarette, and it's not bad, Lieutenant. I could show you the picture of this of the cigarette, but I feel like based on the the quality, you would know at least the era this is from. I feel like a fraud for not getting this already. Cage in a cave. And a lizard smoking a cigarette. Oh, brother. I give you a huge hint. I mean, I don't, I don't want to. Um, hyenas at a cave. That doesn't help for some reason. Why isn't that helping? You sure saw Outcast? This is unbelievable. I might have to... Oh. Cage draws a lake. Cage draws a lake? <laughs> I'm for, I forgot. I'm, just, I'm reading... I'm, I'm like looking through my, my little write-up review. That's the other crazy thing about the original Run of Cage Club. We wrote reviews oh for every gosh, movie, too. Oh, my gosh, that's right. By the end, I was actually getting kind of into that. But at the start, it was a... Man, was that a chore. That's no, funny. It was good for me when I was uh, writing about it as opposed to just summarizing it. Like, I started summarizing a bunch of them. I'm like, yeah, this is benefiting out of anyone. I started with just summaries, and then they, by the time I ended, it was much more like a review or something. I'm still stuck on Cage in a Cave with hyenas and everything. Here's like a sentence that. That, does not, that could probably actually describe a lot of movies. As sloppy and ill-fitting as the first half of this film was, it almost makes more sense than the second half. <laughs> Oh, well, he goes into a cave in National Treasures, but there's no hyenas in there. Oh, man, dude, I, I'm, I, you got to put me out of my misery. Ethiopia. What movie is that? Oh, Jesus, the fucking time to kill? Yeah. You should have said leprosy. That was the easy clue. I'm not trying to... I'm, I'm trying to... That's true, that's true. I could have said, you know, dying in a cave, or, you know, cave, cave with lepers, or with a leper... Yeah, but the woman dies in the cave at the end. They have sex in the cave. I totally forgot about he that. He shoots shit. the hyenas. She gets hit by a, like a ricochet bullet. He yeah. kills her. Yeah, he thinks he, he has leprosy. Wild, dude. That is. Oh my god. Lizard smoking a cigarette. Holy shit! I don't even remember that. I can't forget it. And then this is him drawing a lake. Remember when he's oh like, "Oh my god." <laughs> That's 
so funny. Okay, here's I'm gonna get you get, to guess another one. Hang on. Oh, she's starting to look very witchish with the red eyes. She's gonna transform. Is she like losing powers or gaining? No, powers? she's gonna transform soon. So I don't know what it means. She's weaker. Yeah, Bayman. God, I don't. I was gonna try to get, get you to guess a movie that I remember nothing about. That's not gonna happen. Well, you just tried to get me to remember a movie I forgot existed. <laughs> I know. Um, <laughs> oh, Bayman, how many innocent have fallen? Oh, she's definitely a witch. She could do like ventriloquism and stuff. She does great impressions. I think this is where Brett Ratner came in. And was Have like, you heard Tignataro's impression of someone who does impressions? I don't think so. No, I don't listen to nearly enough Tig. Tig's good one stand-up, a good one special is incredible. Um, <laughs> okay, I'm going to try to tell get you... you- I tell you if you want I don't know if you want to I'll tell you who I have been I've been listening to I'll just point to the name in case you don't want to Oh yeah 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 I've been listening to a lot of that He's great right? Yeah he's hilarious <laughs> Okay I'm going to try to get you to guess another movie Logs Logs The Boy in Blue? No Oh because I could have sworn they cut a canoe Maybe. out of a log It's not the log that I'm thinking okay, of Okay 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 Logs Yeah Hmm. All right. Oh, she's transforming. Oh. There's still 20 minutes left in this movie. Well, the crows have to get there. Oh, well, she's really transforming. uh, Logs. Okay, logs. Is it... See, I don't know if that's enough for me to make an educated guess. There's a clue that I could give that's like a really subtle thing, but I think we've talked about it enough that you would know it instantly. So I'm gonna I'm gonna save that for later. Mm. Um, Shouting in Latin. Oh, she spouted wings. Logs. Diner. Logs. This is like diner. pyramid. We should play pyramid. With it really is like, dude. That's a good call. Yeah. Diner. <laughs> Diner. Oh, it could happen to you. No. No? Wait, oh, where do the logs come into that? But that's the diner. Logs diner. Mm. For like, diner. it could happen to you, I'd be like... No, I know. Renovation. <laughs> really? Well, because I mean, like, it's Rosie... Pre- like, it's, yeah, 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 yeah. This is so weird, because I'm not trying... Like, because I could... I can make it really easy, but I'm trying to, like, do, like... The most difficult version. Okay, okay, okay. So for this movie with the logs, logs and diner, and the diner. Wow, it's really tough. Mm. Especially when you're not looking at like a list of the movies. Pool table in a garage. Really? There's a pool table in the garage. I mean, I'll give you. There was one in Mom and Dad, but it can't be Mom and Dad. That's I don't, that's I don't think. Yeah, yeah, no. Here's here's the hint that I think's gonna give it away. All right. You're a real soul man. Is it not gonna give it away? I mean, is it? Just give me the clues again. 
Logs. Logs. Diner. And you're a real soul man? Billiards in a garage or whatever. Pool table in a garage. You're a real soul man. Oh, God. It's on the tip of my tongue again. (laughs) I mean, it can't be bad lieutenant. Is it bad lieutenant? No. No. But there is all those things, I feel like, in there. Maybe. But they don't make me think of that movie. What is that line? I thought you were a real soul man. It should, because I can see the movie. give it away. It's, it's like the first five minutes of the movie. It's making me feel inadequate to be a co-host right now of this show. Um, parking garage. Oh. Uh, oh, so uh, is that gone in 60 seconds? No. What? Although... What you said is not related to the movie, but words in the title of that movie kind <laughs> of relate to... But God in 60 Seconds? Something about that reminds me of what this other movie is about. I don't know, but I just thought of the perfect Seeking Justice clue. Oh. The Hungry Rabbit Jumps. No, who dat? <laughs> yeah. Um, wow, man, I can't get it. I'm off this late. I'm trying to think of another clue. If I can't get it off of the quote of, uh, I'm a real soul, man. Oh, I know. Oh, this is so stupid. I should have gotten it with logs. It's so dumb. Logs is a good first clue. Logs is perfect. I know what this is. It's the, uh, the golden man. What what was the name of that? Next. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Oh, God. I totally should have had that with logs. Logs. Diner. Diner is where he meets Meets Jessica Biel. Billiards. There's the pool table in the garage where they that show I, up to oh, Brady's playing pool and then he leaves. With uh, Columbo, yeah. And then your real soul man is what he's going to in the beginning. That's where I eventually got it from. But I should have gotten it with Logs. That's the perfect clue. Because Logs are really only in, like really in <laughs> only one movie. At that scene where they're rolling, rolling down the hill. Yeah. Oh, man. I, was, I feel so inadequate. Well, it is kind of late. It's been a long week. Here, do another one for me. Okay. Let me try and get, get you... Um. <laughs> um. Okay. Ooh, there's like spirits. This actually reminds me of Constantine a little bit. Oh, that's not a bad call. Not as good as Constantine. No, no, no. Um. No, 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 no. Okay. I want to try and do like a a clue, a you clue. Okay. See if I could do this. Um, there was just one of those little demons that went in the guy's mouth. Oh, that can't be good. Oh, the, okay. Um, yeah. Um, no. Okay. It wants the book. Oh, okay. This is gonna be this. All right, I'm gonna do this movie, but this is more. If I, I don't know if you're gonna get it from this at all. Okay. But I, this is what I would might get it from. Um, Don Quixote. Oh, I should know this. Oh fuck. Um, that's kind. It's real tough. No, but I I remember you mm-hmm. talking about or writing about mm-hmm. Don Quixote. Oh, 
I'll say this uh, also. I mentioned this title tonight. God damn it. That's what drives Joe crazy. And when we play the letterbox, <laughs> I'm like, we talked about this movie in this episode. He's like, I don't fucking remember. <laughs> I know. It's you. You mentioned tough. this title tonight. Was it at the diner or was it here? No, it was here. It was after the diner. After the diner. Was it while we were watching this movie or while mm-hmm. we recorded Charlie's? It was during this movie. Mm-hmm. Don Quixote. Um, another clue would be Brooms. Sorcerer's Apprentice? Yeah. Where's Don Quixote fit in? So, he mentions how he feels like he's Don Quixote in that movie, and then in a deleted scene, he's actually reading Don Quixote. Oh, boy. So, like, it's throughout that movie, but... It's like how Gringo is, like, the the William Faulkner book or whatever. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Okay, here's one. Pet Store. Trap in Paradise. No. Pet Store? Yeah. There's a great scene in a pet store. What I'm thinking right now is of another podcast on our network of High School Summer Party, Edge of 17, there's a thing in a pet store. Oh, where she talks about how she wants to go down on him in the back room of a pet store, and Woody Harrelson. That's like, right. What you, oh yeah. What are you talking about? She's like, no, he works there. Leaves the message. G Force. Yep. G Force. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, this is straight oh. up like Tilda Swinton and Constantine. Yeah. Okay. What What if I say um, phone booth? Does that conjure up anything? Phone booth. Like when did Kate? When when Cage and a phone booth? And I'm not talking about Superman, but uh... so you're just going through my head. Phone booth in the Matrix. That's not Cage. I know. Uh, Clarence in Alabama having sex in the phone booth in True Romance. Okay. Um, this was kind of a big moment for Cage in a phone booth. Cage in a phone booth, not Superman. Pretty early film, part of a trilogy, but not like a one, two, three trilogy. One of our, one of our made-up trilogies. Oh, oh, it's the Richard Gere one where he gets shot mm-hmm. in the phone booth. Yeah, <laughs> and it's Cotton Club. Yes. Yeah, that's not what I was. I was thinking more modern, like something in the era of like Wild at Heart, Red Rock West, in that kind mm-hmm. of thing. This is kind of fun. Let's see. Um, what if I just said heights? Heights? Heights. Heights. Just like really high places, like high up. Oh, City of Angels. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. Of course. Duh. I feel like we can't do this with like Keanu, because like, I feel like Keanu, like, there's so much that I don't remember. Although, actually, maybe we'll see it. We'll, let's try Keanu. <laughs> oh, and down goes Hellboy. This was kind of cool. I feel like this is Ratner stuff where he's fighting some extra demons. Oh, Claire Foy as a demon. God, there are just like Keanu movies where I remember zero things about them. (laughs) Yeah, like the radio one? Tune in tomorrow, which I'm looking at right now. (laughs) No, but I was also looking at Chain Reaction. Oh, the only fat Keanu. Yeah, that's when he was a physicist and turned water into a bomb. This isn't fun with Keanu. No. Oh, dude, she's speaking another language as the demon. 
Is that the girl? That's Claire Foy, turned into her witch. Which she's not really a witch; she's more of a demon. Which is a bummer, because which is a bummer. Oh, because it's not season of the demon. Oh, but I did watch Demon Knight, Tales from the Crypt last night. Okay, worth a watch. Definitely crazy. I have another one for you. All right. <laughs> nice headbutt. Eye patch. Oh yeah. Well, he has an eye patch in Outcast, but I don't think that's what you're going no. for. No. It's not his eye patch. Yeah, eye patch. Oh, it's going to be so obvious after. Mm. No, because the guy with the eye patch in Deadfall. Mm-mm. Oh, okay, but you remember him though at the uh, food court, right? Isn't there a guy? Okay, maybe I think so. not. Eye patch. It's an unusual eye patch. I don't remember why, but it's an unusual eye patch. Hmm. I mean, because, like, like, did it not have a strap? No. Eye patch. And it's not cages. Wow, he's getting stabbed by a demon. Oh, oh, no. Oh, wait, yes. It's, uh, is it Sam Jackson's eye patch? Didn't he have one in that? No, you're thinking of Nick Fury. No, no, no. What happened to Sam Jackson in the, um... You're talking to Amos and Andrew? No, the other one. That he's he in the more than one cage movie? Yeah, he's in the one with the redhead dude, um... Little Junior. Kiss of Death. No, Kiss of Death, okay, okay. What does happen to Sam Jackson in that? Oh, maybe he gets his leg shot or something. Okay, the eye patch, the eye patch, the eye patch. Unusual eye patch. Hmm. That's all it took to kill the witch? Demon? Witch? Oh no, wait, is that the witch? Oh, it was in her, so now she's cured? Naked Claire Foy on the ground. Um. Alright. Yes. I remember because I, I, in my review of it, I mentioned what the eye patch is. Okay. Oh, look at Cage's eye there. Oh, drive angry. No. No. A lot of eye patches in Cage movies. Hmm. Nicholas Cage revives a child. And bringing out the dead. Nope. By slapping him on the back. Oh man, it's like crystal clear in my head. It, it's trapped in paradise? No. Why is it so clear in my head? There's a reason it's so clear. Revives a child, slapping him on the back. There's a fucking eye patch. Kid falls off a roof. Kid he slaps the life back into the kid. Kid falls off a roof? Yeah. Oh shit. Alright, I think that's the end of this one. Hmm. I can give you a hint that's going to give it away. I'm worse at this than you are. I'm better at giving the clues, I think. Dead bird. Even that's not helping. Really? I know. It's your favorite part of this movie. I'm having a bad night here. Kid fell, fell off a roof and I can't remember it. Yeah. The dead bird's my favorite part. Yeah. That's sad. Wait a minute. 
it's funny how little you, you know you can remember about yourself on this. I'm gonna be kicking myself. The reason it's so clear in your head is because we just recorded our episode of it like six months ago. <laughs> Do you know what it is? No. The year is 2030. Oh my god, the Adjustment Bureau? Close, that's not... Wait. The Humanity Bureau. Humanity Bureau. Wait, when... I like that movie. When did the kid... Oh my god, that's right, he fell through the roof. Yeah. Holy crap. The and the guy with the, the fucking bird. eye patch in the bed. Right over his eye. <laughs> Yo, that's amazing. Yeah, you I think I I think I work better as the clue giver. <laughs> wow, Humanity Bureau. What could I call it? The Adjustment Bureau, whatever it is, I don't know. Let's see here. There's another one I can get you to guess while the credits roll. So the plague passed and life returned to she's the She's credited land. as Anna here. Huh. Her name was Anna. Now that, she, now that the witch is not in her, now that she's not the girl, she is Anna. Okay. She's got a name. Here's, here's here's one I think that might give it away from the jump. Upside down couch. This is a new movie now? <laughs> it's just a cage movie. Yeah. Upside down couch. Oh man. Poor Dominic Cena. Um yeah. That upside down couch. That doesn't help. Ironing clothes in your underwear. Yeah. That is from Family Man, right? Nope. He's not ironing clothes in his underwear? Didn't say it was Cage. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Season of the Witch is over. Someone's ironing their clothes in their underwear. This episode's gonna end when you get this movie. Oh no, dude. We can't do that to the to the audience. I think they're probably enjoying it more than us talking about this movie. <laughs> In theory. Email us, mailbag at cageclub.me. Zondaly? Nope. Yeah, no, they would do something I would get Zondaly. Upside down cat Zondaly I would say like black paint. Right, or dancing on the docks. Or just like whipping his hair like whew. <laughs> Um Upside down couch, ironing clothes in your underwear, hmm. nightclub. Oh, okay. Duh. Yeah. So, vampires kiss. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I should have gotten it from the the couch. Yeah, I thought that was like a pretty. That is. That's a heavy one. I mean, you could just. I mean, here's what gives that away. If you say alphabet. Yeah, but I don't want no, to. No, I don't, it, you yeah. don't want to, but I'm just saying, like, that's the giveaway. Do you giveaway. remember the scene where Alva is ironing her clothes and Katie's yeah, tearing her from outside? Uh-huh. While she's in her bra? Um, cool, so go to cageclub.me <laughs> or facebook.com slash cageclub or at cageclubpod on Twitter and Instagram. Let us know what you thought of the episode by emailing mailbag at cageclub.me. Grab the bingo card from cageclub.me slash games. Priest, Nick CD. Shout out Nick CD. You were great in this movie. Look at all the font in this uh, closing credits. All the yeah, this is an aggressive font choice. Going to fast forward here. Do you think that there is something after the credits? Most likely not. Let me also say I don't know if we're going to record another one tonight. So 
this is October 25th. There's going to be, I think, two in November, then two in December. In December, we're going to do a couple Christmas movies. Mm-hmm. Is there a Thanksgiving? Is fa- We did Family Man already. I guess that's kind of Thanksgiving-ish. Uh, yeah, they're not really Thanksgiving-ish. We'll think, think about what we could, the next two we're going to do. Try and make them more sort of relevant, thematic. For sure, day. in December, I think we're probably going to do the Phantom. Well, I mean, not for sure, I think. But like, we're probably going to do like the Family Man and Trapped in Paradise. Or maybe we should do like, the Family Man and Die Hard. <laughs> I don't know. I really want to watch Die Hard now, though. So, cageclub.me, <laughs> facebook.com slash cageclub, at cageclubpod on Twitter and Instagram. Email us, mailbag at cageclub.me. Did you like this guessing game? Yeah, I hope we're you gonna, did. We're going to keep playing it, I think, because actually, it's difficult because, like, it's tough. There's a lot that are just, I don't know. We'll figure it out. But it's something that feels like we get better at the more we do. Like, you know, we could go through, we could do the same movie with different yeah. guesses and stuff, and different clues. Or we could do like a reverse where we pick a movie and then just try to come up with more and more obscure things about that movie. There you go. That could be fun. It's like a reverse Ooh. pyramid. Stay tuned. Bye. <laughs>